What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? We got another great show for you again this week. I really had a lot of fun recording it, and I hope you have a lot of fun listening to it. <laughs> I finally get to try a beer I've been craving ever since they announced it on social media. I have Brave Noise by the Walking Mountains or Mountains Walking Brewery. <laughs> I fucked that up already. Um, so excited to try this beer. You have to wait and listen to see what I rate it later on during our untapped portion of the show. You can follow us on untapped, just search cold brew podcast. Now follow us on Instagram too. Haven't really been posting lately. Um, haven't been really been feeling it. I just been down, maybe, uh, maybe a little depression, but, uh, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll snap out of it at some point soon. And I apologies to those I've had on the show. <laughs> And I've not plugged the show because I feel bad for them. Uh, don't feel bad for me. Feel bad for them. Um, let's see. We also have uh, in our beer news this week, we, have, we talk about blue French beer. Now, do you guys know how to say blue in French? Is blue or is it les bleus? Either way, it's still, they spell it B-L-E-U instead of B-L-U-E. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, there's also like another form. I think it's like a masculine and feminine form. Uh, nevertheless, I, I don't know a lot of French. I, know, I just know a few um, words here and there. And mostly I get it from TV shows and movies. So, hey. Also, uh, in our um, beer news, I talk about um, how beer affects your sex life. Positively and negatively. Wait, let me try that again. Positively and negatively. Negatively? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and during our cold brew list, we have uh we talk about prop bets, Super Bowl prop bets. Super fun. Is the national anthem gonna go over or under this year? Stay tuned to find out. I don't even actually we talk about it, but I don't think we, we set a, a number. If we do, I think it's gonna go under. Let's see here. Oh yeah, and then of course we round everything off or at the end of the show we talk about the Book of Boba Fett, man, the penultimate show in the first season. So lots of fun to be had on the show. We hope you enjoy it. All right, one more plug before we go. Email us with any questions, comments, concerns, or if you want to do a collab with us, Podcast at gmail.com. So without further ado, it's time for another Cold Brew. Let's do the lion. And the monkey. And the monkey said, I can make the weather change. The lion said, no, you can't. So the monkey started climbing up the tree. And then he started peeing on the lion's head. Now it's raining. Then he started farting. Now there's thunder. Then he started doodling. <coughs> now it's snowing. So the lion said, oh yeah, well I can make the stars come out. And then he kicked them in the ding ding. Thank you. 
That boy's got talent. Coming at your pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios, I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. Hello, filth, florin, filth, motherfucker, dick, pussy, snot, and shit. Good night. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> How did you... episode? Uh, no, well, yeah, well, just, just that one part. Uh, I had an interesting conversation with our parents today, and uh-huh. our mom... Uh, mentioned that um, she's like, are you still doing the podcast? Like, yeah, every week. We haven't missed one yet. She's like, oh, you haven't posted anything on Instagram. And then I had to explain to her Instagram is just to promote the show. It's not the show. And she's like, oh. She's like, well, I, I better start listening. I go, oh, you might not like it. I go, I, I curse a lot. <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm a grown woman. I can handle cursing. And I go, not the amount that we do. <laughs> and so I go, and she goes, well, I'll listen, and, and when you guys get out of hand, then I'll turn it off. I go, that's pretty much right away in the beginning of the show. Oh, <laughs> so that was for her, in case she's listening. <laughs> oh, anyway, man, how you doing? How's your week? Uh, all right. Yeah? It's still, uh, still stinging from the last, but I'll live. Yeah, it it takes about a week or two, and then yeah, you know, then all of a sudden the news comes, you know, the off season news and the trades and the, you know, the resignings and all that stuff comes out, and then you start feeling good about the next season, right? The promise of the new day. That's right. Everyone is zero and zero again after the Super Bowl. Right. Are you gonna watch the Pro Bowl? Um, if I have time, <laughs> I don't. Know. It's Sunday, right? Yeah, I think so. It's it's in between the the cha- uh, conference championships and the Super Bowl now. I uh, I just I lost all interest in the Super Bowl. I don't know, maybe about fifteen years ago, twenty years ago. The Super Bowl? Really? I mean the the Pro Bowl. Excuse me. Oh, um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like uh, it's a little too uh, too too exhibitiony. Yeah, it's like the NBA All Star Game. No one plays defense. Scores like one hundred and ninety nine. And usually, like, the best the players aren't there. You might get a token here or there, but uh, for the most part, it's just the young guys. They kind of want the bonus. And uh, this year, it's in Las Vegas. So, I mean, you might get some people wanting just to be in Vegas. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> oh, shit. I don't want to mention a certain... Uh... Anyway, let's stay away from that. All right. That pitfall. All right. Uh, let's get to the beer, shall we? Sure. All right, today I have in front of me from our good friends over in, where are they from? Montana, Montana. Somewhere in the middle of Montana. Uh, Bozeman. Bozeman, Montana from Walking or Mountains Walking Brewery. I've had a beer or two from them. Uh, I got them at Ground Control over here at Litchfield Park. But today I'm very super excited because I have their collab with Notch Brewing. I have their Brave Noise Pale Ale. As you very well know, that is the collab that Notch is doing to support 
Um, women in the beer industry, I guess for uh, let's see a collaboration with the big goal, a safe and discrimination free beer industry. And then it says scan their QR code for their code of conduct. So the uh, mountains walking, they believed in enough uh, in the collaboration enough to submit their own code of conduct and then uh, brew the beer. So I'm very happy. It's a pale ale, according to the Notch Brewing. Uh, website it's a wheat heavy pale ale dry hopped with sabro and mosaic it's 4.5 percent alcohol by volume and there's no ibu rating right now so without further ado pop off what do you got i have from angry horse brewing i'm sorry <laughs> excuse me angry horse brewing no i make that angry mistake a lot too i have the white horse i mean white horse <laughs> Can we clip that? Rerun it? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Of course, I did. I, I, I'll put my own edit in there. All right. <laughs> no, uh, this is a well. This style of beer just caught my eye, but not not the name, just the stuff. Um, <laughs> no. So once again, why? Because you, you're doing bumps in between your sips. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, hold on. You enjoy beer your way. I'll do it mine. <laughs> well, you said white horse, so. Right? <laughs> so, no, okay. So let's rewind a little bit. Okay. Angry Horse Brewing out of Montebello, California has this uh, white horse. Bre- uh, white horse, it's a blonde stout. That's hmm. okay. But wait a minute. They're Montebello? They're. they're- there's a brewery in Montebello now? Oh, I'm thinking Montebello Road. Montebello is down in, in South South California, right? Right. Southern California. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I just, uh, I don't see too many blonde, blonde stouts. Right? Not every brewery does them. Right. Um, but trying to get a little description. On the can, it just says, uh, blonde stout roasted coffee with an infusion of caffeine. Yeah, okay. Whoa! So you're gonna be you're gonna be up for a while. Yeah, I didn't think that through. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it is six point two percent alcohol by volume. Ooh, very nice. Well, maybe right. uh, maybe it's uh, it's not infused like a full cup of coffee. You know, just a little hint. You'll be fine. Yeah. Most, um, most coffee styles have a hint of caffeine anyway. Uh, this is so, and it says in collaboration with Cafe Santo, the mobile espresso bar. Oh, okay. I think you've had a. Didn't you have a a blonde stout by Full Circle one time on the show? Is it a blonde or a golden stout? I, I forgot how they labeled oh, it. Oh, yeah, you're. I think you're right. It was a golden stout, yeah. but I just remember. I it, yeah, them and. Dos Yellow, and then of course uh, I forgot the name of their. They they had a Golden Stout, and then, uh, well, um, Faction, the Anomaly, their, mm-hmm. their well, what it, it, it's a milk stout, right? But it's a, it's, yeah, it's not one, dark. Yeah, you're the one who drank it, but yeah, you have, I think I think you like the novelty of these Golden Stouts, these blonde Stouts, uh, whatever. That I do. So let me get started. <laughs> okay. Uh, Papa. Very nice. So this uh, brave noise pale ale, it's good. 
It's a good beer. It's a nice, solid, pale ale uh, with some bittering uh, hops in it. Very good. Yeah. Uh, you know what I got? I, I got a bra- the Brave Noise from um, Bathing Monk. They did one. Oh, okay. Nice. Does it have their little thing on it, or do they use just the Brave Noise uh, logo like uh, Walking Mountain does? No, they, they use their, their, their logo. Oh, okay. The, yeah, turning, you know, looking back over his shoulder. Yes. He kind of looks like uh, Tom from MySpace. No. That angle, I mean. No. Oh, he doesn't? Oh, I thought it was. I thought it, uh, maybe I'm thinking something different. You are. Oh, okay. My bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a while since I've seen Laughing Mike. Anyway, this is this is a good beer. It's been a while since everyone's been on MySpace, too. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Now people are leaving Facebook now. Maybe they'll go back to MySpace. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Um... Good beer. Very good beer. Very solid. Nice pale ale. Nice. Um, this would be good to uh, to watch football games with. Because, you know, it's 4.5. It's got really big flavor. And it's it's not too, like, you know, dank. So it's not like a super bittery, um, bittery taste. Really good. Very good beer. And it's, it's a hazy beer, too. It's not a West Coast style. It's definitely a hazy style. Uh, pale ale. Not IPA, but pale. So very, very nice. I like it. How's your uh, blonde stout with coffee? Well, I did my signature terrible pour, so I was waiting for it to set. Ah, sweet. So, so go ahead and fill in while uh, I'm waiting. Oh, okay. I don't know what to say. Play like that song. <laughs> no, I was doing like uh, from Easy Money. Oh. <laughs> uh, when was the last time you, you watched Easy Money? Speaking of which, oh, I think uh, when me and your daughter watched it when she was three. Oh, okay, very good. Uh, so you're the you're the fun <laughs> uncle. Yes. <laughs> Showed her that stuff uh, when she's a little bit too young. Right. What was her favorite part when he asked if you can call her him dad? <laughs> no, actually, when uh, when, when they punch the jockey, but, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, oh shit, that's a <laughs> he's all pulling back on the reins, yeah. <laughs> throwing the throwing the. I never got that part. I never understood why the jockey threw the through the race. Oh uh, well, you know, fixed race, no big deal. Yeah, but I mean, I'm wondering if there was a like a, a deleted scene that that would have kind of explained it real quick. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Like someone else, like maybe uh, they had like a mob boss or, you know, some kind of rich dude who who paid him off. Anyway, um, so how's your beer doing? Settled down? Uh, yeah, it, it's it's good. It's got that coffee roasty to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's got that illusion. If you, if you look at the beer and then sip it, it's like, wait a minute. Big coffee flavor, roasty flavor. Or roasty uh, aroma, I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's got that 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 roasty aroma. Yeah, so like with those, yeah, you know, you see it sitting there, it looks like a blondale or you know, like a half. Sometimes they're kind of hazy, and so, but then when you pull it up to your your uh, um, I don't know, your oral area. What would you call that? Your mouth, and then you get that the first. Yeah, the tasting zone. I like it. And then uh, you take little, you know, little small sift before you. It, it kind of like uh, 
when you first do it, it's a little disarming, I think. In my, in my experience, anyway. Mm. I get what you're saying. All right, so we will rate these later on Untapped. Just search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us, and we'll friend you back. Oh, excuse me. I had a little burp there. All right, so now it's time for the beer news. All right, so this story comes straight out of France. Wait, did I say France? France. Wow, how come I can't say France right? It sounds weird to me when I say it. Um, a French brewer is selling a blue beer made with algae. So beer, oh. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it. I mean, the picture. It 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 looks blue. It doesn't doesn't look like it's you know like a purplish or like a dark. You know, it, it looks blue, like straight up, like you took a royal blue color crayon and colored it. Uh, French craft brewer Hoppy Urban Brew has created a blue beer using algae, according to a report from. Is it Reuters? I want to say. I I, yeah, I always want to say readers because you know the. Giants pitcher uh, Kurt Reeder spells the name the same way. Yeah. But uh, the algae called spirulina has a naturally blue color from phycocyanin. Uh, phycocyanin is reportedly what is added to the beer during the brewing process. Hoppy Urban Brew is working with Etika Spirulina, the company that grows the algae, to make the beer, and it's it's called it's calling. Line, L-I-N-E, but maybe it's French and it's pronounced something, it's, uh, you know, different way. I don't know too much French. I know like you know, uh, bonsoir and you know the the, the basic stuff. Um, yeah. Response, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Oui, oui. <laughs> hey, do we need to take a bathroom break? No. Okay. Uh, the brewery wanted to make its blue beer as a way to stand out, and the strategy appears to be working. One employee told the outlet that the beer has been a success. It's getting an enormous amount of interest and curiosity on the part of the public. Another source from the farm that provides the spirulina to Hoppy Urban Brew told Reuters that 1,500 bottles of blue beer were sold from October through December last year. Another employee described the beer's taste as hoppy, light, and with fruity notes. So it doesn't say what kind of beer it is, though, in this story. So I blame Fox News for that, because that's where I got the story from. Here, I'm going to look it up on Untapped real quick. Did you say fake news? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Um, it's about France. France. Oh, I know. Line and then uh, Hoppy Urban... Brew. Oh, there it is. Found it. It's an it's a session IPA. Mm. So let me click on line here. Wow, it's only three percent alcohol by volume with an IBU rating of thirteen. Man, that is a session. That's like a super session. And why even bother? <laughs> it's all in fr- uh, French too. Like the uh, the the description. Oh. Wait, can I do translate? Does it say magnifique? 
<laughs> it says, Un beer le Gary qui a porté à la fois la franchir de sa couleur bleu et thé et celle est hoblons exotiques. That's a pretty good French, huh? I'd say so. Yeah, better than Cheech and uh, things are tough all over. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah no kidding. <laughs> Like that's my comparison, right? You know, no, yeah. you know, better is uh, Joey from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, command and then uh, translate. Let's see if if it does it for me. I like the fact that you thought to do that. That's pretty good. What? Oh, to translate it? I did yeah. that a lot. Here we go. A light beer that brings both the freshness of its bluish color and that of it's exotic hops. So there you go. What a great description. Even though I don't know which exotic hops. It, they could be from, uh, from you know, the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> but to them, it's exotic because it comes from a different country. All right. Uh, let's see. Next story. I only have one other story. And this one is from Ask Men. And the headline is, How beer can positively and negatively impact your sex, sex life. So here we go. If you ever had a beer or two, you're probably aware that it can have certain effects on your general mental state. That's because beer contains alcohol. Oh, thanks, uh, Captain Obvious. A yeah. drug. Wow. <laughs> what other pearls of wisdom will they disclose? <laughs> That's because uh, let's see, a drug that affects your nervous system, causing you to think how to, or causing you to think, feel, and act differently depending on how much you consume. Let's see. Uh, according to Dr. John Jaquish of Jaquish Biomedical, based in Nevada City, California, alcohol in general provides provides less social inhibition, meaning if you are talking to a potential partner of your dreams, you could be less nervous and more impressive in the social banter. Of course, we all have friends who have taken this principle too far. Therefore, just one or two drinks are preferred if your potential partner may appreciate intelligent conversation. Now, let's see. For beer and other alcohol, there's actually an optimal amount, says Dr. Uh, Kushnik Shah of the Austin Urology Institute. A little can actually relax a man enough to get better erections. How about that? I didn't hear about that. You know, that, I guess that... I always heard of the term whiskey dick. Like when you get too drunk, you just can't get it up. But if you just hit the right number... It's actually perfect because it relaxes you probably. Probably. And see, Jockwish also no notes that beer is hydrating as there is a high amount of carbohydrates and people can people retain two to three grams of water per gram of carbohydrate. Uh, and you know, uh, I think, uh, uh, what was that name of that beer? Sufferfest, right? Then they, uh, they had the, you know, they say that like one or two beers after you, you run is actually really good for you. Or not really good, but it's it can rehydrate you. Beneficial. It's beneficial. There you go. And uh, let's see. This can act as a mild vasodilator, which means more blood is pushed all over the body, he says. And when sexually aroused, you guys know where the blood goes. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Think of it as a mild Viagra. Now, how Ooh. beer can negatively impact your sex life. Uh, the 
vasodilation and cellular hydration aspect of beer is a double-edged sword, unfortunately. Yeah. It's vaso. Oh, vasodilation. Okay, thank you. Um, unlike Viagra or Cialis, which just vasodilate and open up blood vessels, the high carbo- carbohydrate aspect of beer focuses water retention. This means your skin swells to make your face look fatter. Uh, beer is basically liquid bread, and depending on the person, can have a high amount of inflammation manifest in the intestines. So it gives you the beer belly. So basically, they're they're saying that if you drink way too much beer, then you know you get the beer belly, and then you are less um, pleasing to your a, a potential partner. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So you know, since sex is is a physical activity. Uh, the better shape you're in, the better your chances of having sex. That's high in quality and quantity. It all depends. I mean, let's see here. Uh, oh, and while it's true that a little bit of beer can help your erection, too much can have the opposite effect. Ah, see, like we were talking about antidepressants, antipsychotics, anxiety medications, and excess alcohol, amongst others, can contribute to ED and decreased or prolonged time to orgasm, said Shaw. In layman's terms, too much will make him limp. There you go, whiskey dick. <laughs> so there you go. There's positive. Yeah. In fact, there's a, there's a link uh, if you scroll down. Uh, whiskey dick in, explained. <laughs> oh man. All right. So yeah. Do they have that in French too? <laughs> well, I, let me translate it in Google. Mm. Hmm. All right. Those are the only two beer stories I have this week. So do you know what time it is? It's time for everyone's favorite segment on Cold Brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the Cold Brew List. As we proceed, let me ask you this. Are you going to wager on the big game coming up? Yes, I am. Well, um, sports gambling is becoming uh, crazy, crazy popular. Yeah. And uh, more common due to online gaming and legalizing it throughout the states when is california gonna legalize it no uh, i don't know no oh, they haven't said nothing i i think yeah i think we're still just at medicinal gambling right now <laughs> so as prescribed by your doctor yes <laughs> very nice yeah. oh that's great yeah. <laughs> all right so what's your list about well, my list is about some of those wacky prop bets that come alive during the Super Bowl. Oh, yes. You know, you know, a lot of times, okay, let's just be honest. A lot of times, you just bet on who's going to win. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, to even the odds, if you will, or the favorable outcome is uh, with, with the point spread. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, you want to play with the points there, too. So that moves, you know, the... The uh, your odd uh, or the uh, yeah your odds right yeah the adjusted lines you can you can do that yeah. and then you know they have another like gimmick which is a uh, the over under so basically you just either cheer for a, a high scoring game to uh to which you you would win if uh, both teams just go at it right and yeah. uh, cover that a uh, set number and then uh you know the the whole linking a few games together for better odds is better known as a parlay is, mm-hmm. is also a possibility. But when the Super Bowl comes around, they uh, they kind of uh, 
throw up or make more popular? Because I'm sure these bets are available for a lot more games than uh, than we are aware of. However, because it's the Super Bowl and everyone's watching it, everyone will have, you know, just the the same uh, the same contest to do these bets. I mean, that's why, I, right? Because like, if you're doing some some uh, stat bets on your own team, chances are no one's going to watch it, or not everyone's watching that game. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of the the well, I wouldn't even call them prop bets, but it would be more like the same game uh, bets you could do, or in game bets are, are more like you know who's going to score the first touchdown, or who's uh, um, if uh, like to say you know just for argument's sake, you know Mahomes is going to uh, throw two touchdowns and they're going to win, and you could do stuff like that, but they don't go crazy like the Super Bowl. They, there's like almost there's novelty bets in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. As well as just expanded, like they'll they'll actually have you can vote on the MVP and they'll go all the way down to like you know a lineman getting MVP. So some of these bets. Uh, first one, length of the national anthem in seconds. Now this is the over under is set at. Uh, here's an interesting one: how to time it is ninety five and a half seconds. Okay, so that's what like a, a minute thirty five. Yeah, minute 35. Oh, minute 36, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you have to go over the half. Yeah. So, um, I think it runs over just because, you know, the National Anthem uh still a big deal with the Super Bowl. I mean, because I've seen a lot of football games on TV. They don't show the National Anthem. But the Super Bowl, right. they definitely do. Because they, they, get, get, they get like an A-list popular. celebrity, right? Right, yeah. They get a big celebrity. I mean, uh. You know, I, I've I've heard various renditions. I've I've you know I've heard like you know uh, what like uh, the 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 bugle corps of uh, mm-hmm. military service. I've heard you know th- uh, musicians who you know kind of on the retired side of their career. You know, just yeah. stop by. I mean, I, I've heard um, you know choirs and, and other you know band ensembles perform it. So mm-hmm. yeah, the fact that they have a a uh, an active recording artist that's like probably going to go on tour soon uh, or releasing an album soon. Um, that's a big th- thing. They do it up. And, and yeah, the how, you know, because that's the thing. I mean, if you go out there and do a three minute national anthem, you killed it. I mean, you, I'm like, not <laughs> killed it in a good way. I mean, you butchered that thing, you know? Yeah. You know, and, and I don't like that because they use pre recorded songs or music now. I haven't seen a band perform it. So it's kind of like, it's almost like uh, betting on on rest on WWE wrestling on pro wrestling, because like it, the the outcomes are already predetermined. So in that aspect, for the national anthem, I think most people don't know, but there's a few select people who know, and then they could just bet heavily on it. But the odds aren't really too great, right? They're usually like minus one ten for either side. Right. Who's singing the national anthem this year? Do you know? I think it's Jimmy Fox. <laughs> Is he really? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. He's going to come out and sing it like Ray. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what else? What else? What are, what other bets you got on there? Um, The coin toss. Mm-hmm. Heads or tails. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a 50-50, though. Yeah. Usually. Um, 
The next one, the first offensive play will be a run or a pass. Oh, Attempt. yeah. Which team scores first? That's an interesting one. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of variables in that one. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, first turnover of the game will be a fumble or interception or a turnover on down. Hmm. That's tough. Uh, which team will commit the first accepted penalty of the game? Oh, that's wow. an interesting one. Yeah, because like you know, because like if uh, you know if, it, if it's holding off on a favorable play, then you know you looked out. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Which team will get to ten points first? Oh man. Hmm. Hey, here's an interesting twist on that one. The options are Rams, Bengals, or neither. Oh, wow. So, like, the score is, like, you know, like, 9-3? Yeah, 7-0. Yeah, 7 <laughs> seven nothing. yeah. Um, here we go. Will either team score during the last two minutes of the first half? Oh, that's that's a good one. That's a really good one. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, here's one. Which song will be performed first at the halftime show? Still Dre, next episode, California Love, Family Affair, or Other? I'd go with Other because I'm sure, um, like, Kendrick might come up first, you know what I mean? Hmm. You think so? We'll put it this way. Like, Snoop, in my eyes, Snoop and Eminem would come out last. Eminem's coming out last. All right. Snoop might come up first. Dre might come up first. But, yeah, I think... Uh, Kendrick will kind of and Mary J will get massaged in there, but Eminem's definitely coming out last. Hmm. Do you think they 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 censor themselves? Hmm. It's hard. I know, right? It's hard to say because I could see because the whole movement started with NWA, so I could see Drake coming out with the like "Express Yourself." Oh, there you go. So you know, this is how it hey. started. Yeah. And I've heard them say on several occasions. They just don't give a fuck. <laughs> now, who would say that? Come on. Uh, here's one. Will all five performers team up for a song? Hmm. That's going to be tough. Yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of like, well, you know, are they going to, with a, with a medley that they kind of, all five of them are kind of intertwined? You know, that's an interesting one. Because, yeah, I don't think they're going to perform a whole song. Because, like, if they do something right. like, you know, like where Kendrick does, like, Ice Cube's part in a song. And, you know, Eminem does MC Renz. You know, you know, like, they, they do an NWA yeah. song where they all collab. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe Mary J is doing, like, a voc- vocalizations in the background. They're not, I don't know if it can get to that. But they'd have to do, like, a Beastie Boys or Run DMC type of rapping. Right. Mm. They'd have, yeah, they'd have to do group songs. Yeah, I, I could see them. Of course, they they are going to do like you know Dre and Stoop will do a song, and Dre and M will do a song, and you know, and, and I think maybe even uh, Kendrick and and Mary will do a song together. But yeah, I, don't, I can't see all of them doing. <laughs> Doctor yeah. Dre in the background going, "Hell yeah, I can see that though." Thanks. <laughs> You'll be like, that's fine. That's fine. I'm really excited about this this halftime show, man. I can't wait for it. Uh, it's 30 years too late. 
definitely. Here's one. How many songs will be played during the halftime show? Mm. So even if it's just a so, verse of a song, it counts. Yeah, that's an that's a that's an interesting question. But the over under is nine and a half. Oh, I was get, I was gonna guess ten. Just well, then you take the yeah, just because it's an even number, and I think they're gonna try to jam pack as many songs as they can in that. But it's twenty five minutes halftime or the show. Thirty minutes. Yeah, Thirty minutes. Oh, okay. Um. Okay, back to the game. Game. Yeah. Here's an interesting one. Total number of players to attempt the pass. Oh, yeah. Is the over under gonna be like? It's got to be one and a half, right? No, it'd be two and a half. Oh, two and a half. All right. Yeah, cause, so it's, it's each quarterback, but then is are they going to do a gadget play? Oh, or, you know. I thought it meant per side, or like on one side. But yeah, yeah, okay, two and a half. Yeah, I was thinking like one, because uh, yeah, I've seen. Um, oh, for some reason I thought the Chiefs were in it. I was about to say, yeah, I seen the Chiefs do it before, but they're not in it. So <laughs> I don't know if the Bengals have ever done a gadget play like that. Or the Rams. Philly, yeah. Philly. yeah, the Philly special. The Cincy special. All right, next one is who will have more passing yards? Stafford, Burrow, or other? Hmm. I know with Stafford just because, you know, even if uh, they're down, he's good for some garbage, garbage tender. Yeah, and, the, and their running game isn't as good as their passing game. So I think the... Stafford's going to be throwing more passes during the game, so he has a higher potential to throw more yards. Yeah. On oh, this one, more rushing yards, Acres are mixing. I, I'd go with mixing just because, uh, yeah, they have a better running game, and mm-hmm. he's, uh, he's a better he's back. on right now. A- yeah, Acres is still getting, I think he's still getting his, his legs. That in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't fumble during the 49er game, but he fumbled twice during Tampa. Yeah. Uh, who will have the most receiving yards? Cup, Chase, or other? Mm. Here's one. What what color liquid poured on the winning coach's head? Oh, the Gatorade color. Yeah, they don't... Uh, I don't even know what, what colors they have anymore. Like clear? Well, clear's got to be a color, right? Yeah, well, yeah, they have clear slash water. They have lime... The lime slash green slash yellow, mm-hmm. uh, red slash pink, blue, orange, or purple. Hmm. But if the Bengals win, it's got to be orange, right? I would think so. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And if the uh, the Rams win, it's got to be blue, right? Or yellow? <laughs> <laughs> did they did they have yellow? Well, the lime green yellow. Oh, okay. All right, you count that. That is okay. Yeah, you never heard that sports debate. The 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 Gatorade is it is it green or is it yellow? Oh okay, I say it's green. Yeah, I would go green. It's a yellow but it green. Yellow. But... No, no, it's green. Lemonade is yellow. All right. Will either team score during the last two minutes of the fourth quarter? Yes or no? Then who will win the game? Who will win the combined? Oh, the over under. Is uh, forty-eight and a half. All right. And then, of course, the MVP as the two quarterbacks or other. Hmm. 
Yeah, that's a tough one. I could see the Rams just totally dominating the Bengals' offensive line. And perhaps yeah. a defensive lineman might get it. Like a rusher. If you, oh, like you know. Donald. Yeah, if Donald gets like three or four sacks in the game, especially like drive killing like uh, at the end of the game. Or even Von Miller or Ramsey get like two inter- two three interceptions. Although Ramsey's been burned. I can see Chase fucking burning Ramsey. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, it always goes to a, a, an offensive player. Yeah. So I can see Cup getting it, too. No, no matter how you try to cover that guy, he always fucking gets open. He might not have as many yards as Chase, but he'll definitely have more touches. Right. That's. I mean, I'm just. I'm. I'm speaking out of my ass, but that's just from my. You know, just casual watching of the of the Bengals and the the Rams. Anyway. Yeah, but you know, stats is hard. What? I think betting on stats is hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. There is definitely, like, analytics for it. Like, I uh, I listened to... Um, I forgot what it's called, but it's by Warren Sharp. He's a... Uh, um, it's, it's a gambling show. I listened to a couple of his takes on the, the 49er game. Um, the 49er Ram game. And he had some interesting stuff because he goes back, he goes into the the numbers and starts crunching them. And he was right; like they, the Niners targeted IU way more than uh, than during the other two uh, playoff games. So he 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 called that one. But uh, I'm not saying that it's perfect because, as you and I discussed, analytics and football kind of kind of really don't go hand in hand like they do with either basketball or baseball. Yeah. Or as Pat McAvee says, situations are situations. <laughs> Smart guy, that guy. Definitely. Remember last year we did our our own prop bets, and uh, I beat you just by a little bit last year. All right. So how's your beat treating you? Huh? Not bad. <laughs> uh, we are gonna. I, rate- I've been talking too much. I haven't been drinking it too much. Oh man. Uh, let's see here. We got um, take a couple sips while, it, while I'm while I'm uh, pulling up untapped, so we could rate our beers. No, you know what? Let's. I need more time with this one. Let's do uh Let's do uh, Mandalorian, and then we'll talk about the. Rate. Okay. Yeah. 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 We we could do Mandalorian. Uh, the Mandalorian episode six, uh, Book of Boba Fett, not not the Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett. You say that because the Mandalorian was like in half of this one. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was he was in more than Boba Fett was. Mm-hmm. At least uh, Boba Fett was in this one, <laughs> not like episode five. Right. So it starts off uh, Cobb Vanth, uh, played by the uh, incomparable Timothy Oliphant. He's a he's a marshal of Tatooine's Freetown, formerly Mos Pelgo, and he confronts and shoots uh, Pike Spicer runners. That's how the the episode Wait, starts. Mos Pelgo. You mean Freetown? I said that Tatooine's Freetown, formerly Mos Pelgo. Oh. Yeah, I must have cut out on your on your 
on your device. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so Din Jardin uh, flies, um, and then uh, we see Din Jardin. He flies to a forest world to visit Grogu, and is greeted by R two D two and Ahsoka Tano. Uh, Tano convinces Darjin that his presence his presence will hinder Grogu, so he returns to Tatooine after asking Tano to deliver the gift, a Beskar chainmail tunic, to the youngling. Uh, Jedi Master Luke. They did a lot with Luke in this one. Luke had like a lot of actions and yeah. speaking lines. Was that all CGI or was that a uh, like an actor doing it? And Mark Hamill's voice. Uh, yeah, I mean it was an actor with uh, they they CGI'd his fake his face for like the deep fake look. Okay. And yeah, it was Mark Hamill did the voices. Nice. That's what I, that's what I figured. Uh, let me see here. Um, Hey, real quick. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how people follow like the the hardcore like uh, YouTube's that that break this down and stuff like this. But um, a YouTuber, um, he what's it called? He took the footage from uh, the Mandalorian when they had uh, Luke, and he redid it and made it look better. So much so that uh, what Disney hired him. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, a fanboy uh, guy who knows how to do the, that the type of uh, the deep fakes. Yeah, Star Wars slash uh, deep fake uh, expert <laughs> got hired. Yeah, for redoing it. Yeah. Oh well, they, I thought they did a great job. Like I was kind of looking for like you know the little modulations or like the little um, waviness of the face. You know the and I thought it was great. I thought they did a, a, an excellent job. Um, with with Luke. Uh, oh no, definitely. Let's see here, and stop me if 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 if, uh, if I miss something or if you uh, if you want to add something like you just did. Um, let's see, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker uh, had already started training Yo Grogu, and it's funny because uh, I don't know about you, but I got flashbacks of of Yoda teaching Luke, you know, on Dagobah. Oh yeah, definitely. And it, it, that was all done on purpose. It wasn't swampy, but it was still a jungle. And I, I don't, I don't know about you, but I love the scene where Luke um, levitated all the frogs out of the out of the the pond. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> but this Grogu, he just thinks like, "Ooh, it's food." <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see here. Um, Skywalker helps the youngling remember his home. The Jedi Temple on Coruscant, where he saw many Jedi killed during Order sixty six, and yeah, there was a lot of those uh, stormtroopers with the the blue markings on them, right? Like from the Clone Wars. Did you notice that? Do you know what they're called? That that those stormtroopers with the blue markings. Oh yeah, aren't they? Aren't they like uh, yeah, it, it's commandos or something like that. Oh okay, I, I haven't I haven't seen it, so that's why I'm asking you. I I, I have no idea. I just know that they're yeah, a different. It's like commando or ranger or something like. I know what you mean, but yeah, um, yeah, those designations are for yeah different ranks or different yeah battalions too. Yeah. And um, so yeah, so he was there when Order sixty six was taken up, but we didn't see how he got saved though, right? No. Then his vision kind of ended. When he saw like right. his uh, his protectors getting slaughtered, uh, do we know who those were, or did anyone do do the math or the the digging? 
on those uh, uh yeah um it's uh what's it called it's kind of uh interesting because i i forgot the guy's name mm-hmm. but they said that the like the one in the middle with like the ponytail they show him also getting killed by luke on like the hollow the hologram or not luke by anakin mm. on like a a uh a video of, of the storming of the top so oh okay Let's see, and then uh, now we're talking about, and then we uh, after all that, that was very dramatic. Um, we go, we jump over to Boba Boba Fett, and his allies discuss their uh, the the manpower shortage, and Jardin travels to Freetown to enlist um, Vamp and his people. And after Jardin Jarin leaves, he uh, the hired gun uh, Cade or Cad Bane arrives. That blue guy, right? The blue face guy. Have you yeah. seen him before in, in any of those, uh, um, the Clone Wars or Rebels or anything? Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. Is he like a he? He look. He reminded me like a gunslinger. Yeah, he's definitely. He was a. Uh, he was actually like a rival with the uh, with Jango Fett. Okay. And yeah, he um, he actually like hunted, uh, force users, mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's a. Uh, this is a savage bounty hunter. Yeah, and a, and a mercenary too, because the Pikes uh, paid him to uh, what do you call it to to kill um, you know to to force the most pe- or for, excuse me Freetown to to allow Spice Runners to go through there, right? Right. Let's see here. Um, yeah, so Bane, uh, Cad Bane, uh, shoots the marshal and his deputy, uh, but he didn't shoot the bartender. Bartender always lives. Yeah. Bringing up Cheech again. He's right. Yeah. Well, uh, people think too that if you look at it, the shot again, uh-huh. he shot uh, Timothy Oliphant in the shoulder. So he might be okay. Oh, okay. It was more like a, a, like, a like a warning. Yes. All right. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we see two pikes uh, bomb the sanctuary in Mos Esba. So are we to think that everyone died in the blast or did a few people live like did uh what's her name uh jennifer bills did she live or she did because that 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 blast was huge i know first of all uh shout out to the untouchables (laughs) all right you know what i'm talking about right the untouchables no that the movie the untouchables oh with the um costner and he was uh what's the name I can't think of his, the FBI's name. The FBI's name? Oh, yeah. Elliot Ness? Elliot Ness. A, he was FBI, right? In, or CIA? FBI. Treasury Department. Oh, Treasury Department. Okay. Elliot Ness. My bad. John Connery. Yeah. Right. No, but remember that, that scene with the little girl? Hey, mister, you forgot your briefcase. Oh, yeah. Dude, I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I gave that away. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long fucking time, man. Yeah, that, I, like I told you, like, wait a minute, they just ripped off uh, Untouchable. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, let's see so, here. Yeah, so the so basically the Pikes are are they're they're doing some gangster shit, right? Pretty much. Yeah, the hey, shooting. Um, yeah. Well, real quick too, you talk about everyone dying if if everyone's dead because of the blast and stuff like that. You know who is uh, suspiciously absent from there? 
Oh, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Chrysanthemum or whatever? No, well, Chrysanthemum, you could assume he was at the, uh, the palace. Oh, okay. Uh, Max Rebo. <laughs> really? The, the Max Rebo band? Yes. They were outside. Uh, well, at least um, Max was was not was not uh, visible in the bar. Oh, okay. Is that is that because he was out back with the band uh, smoking spice? Possibly. Okay. <laughs> Those musicians are no matter what galaxy you're in, they're all the same. Uh, let's see. Uh, and then we go back to um, to Skywalker, and he has uh, the chainmail, and. Yoda's lightsaber and he tells Grogu to make a choice if he chooses the lightsaber he's going to stay and become a Jedi if he chooses the chainmail he has to go back to um, the Mandalorian and that's how the the episode ends he hadn't made his choice right. so overall um, what do you think well I liked it um, I liked it because it's just Star Wars. I mean, uh, yeah, it's Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett's not in it. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of thinking, like, did they kind of just change plans with this Book of Fett and start basically doing Mandalorian stuff? Because uh, I guess reviews and, and whatnot, people weren't interested in ratings, I guess. You know what I'm saying? I uh, Yeah, but I think they, they already shot everything. I think that's just the way the story is going in this. Um. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. It, what if? What if? They, I mean, but they already shot. Like, uh, what if they just edited stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah. And reshot some stuff. That's possible, but at the same time, I think that the only the, the only reason they're showing Grogu now is if they don't use him by the end of the like the say the final episode for something, then it's all for not. Like, why, why even show him? Then, then you're right. Then you're right. Then, then that's what they did. They think that they didn't have enough story for the um, for Bo Boba Fett, and so they had to throw in Mandalorian just to get people to watch again. Right. So we'll see. Well, I think by the the end of the story or the end of the season, we'll we'll answer that question for us. Yeah. yeah. But you could also say too that you know Boba Fett was in the 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 last season of the Mandalorian quite a bit as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He had some really uh, um, great parts, or you know, that when he got his his suit back. Right. That was pretty awesome. And his ship. <laughs> and his ship that's right. The typical uh, Star Wars hypocrisy. Hmm. About how, like, uh, you know, the Grogu has to choose between, or Grogu has to choose between, uh, you know, being a Jedi or going with Mando. Oh yeah. Like, didn't Luke stop his training to go save his friends? Yeah. Okay, that's a good point. And not, not only that, but um, isn't that very Sith-like? Black and white? It's either one <laughs> or the other? Well, that, that's uh, that's one of those things, too, where, like, yeah, the, the line uh, when Obi-Wan says, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Mm-hmm. But but then it goes back go back to uh to uh, Empire Strikes Back where Yoda says do or do not there is no track. Oh okay yeah. So the <laughs> the, the hypocrisy is real. It, yeah it is. 
It really is. <laughs> what do you think he's going to choose? Oh, he's got to be the Mandalorian. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I think so, too. I think he's going to choose a Mandalorian because he's still... Um, and he can still learn about the Force. I think it was yeah. bad for uh, Luke to, to put him... I mean... We already know that he failed with Ben Solo, so he's going to fail with Grogu too then? No, technically in the timeline, he hasn't been with Ben yet. I know, but we know eventually he's going to be with Ben. Oh. And fail. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, the only one he succeeded with would, would be Ray then. Right. Because then, too, that's what, um, you know... A lot of people are saying the line where uh, this is going to be the new the new academy and, and Gorgu is going to be the first student. Yeah. But everyone's saying, wait, Luke's first student was actually Leia. You know, what's going on? Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She I did mean, it wasn't in the movie. Yeah. It wasn't in a movie. It's like in the, I think it's in the um, the extended universe or whatever, you know. Oh, okay. All right. I get it. One of the novel stories, only the hardcore is. Mm. Are you saying that uh, Filoni and Favreau are kind of failing us a little bit? The cracks in the armor? No. <laughs> okay, here's 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 my thing though too. The the reason they're switching up too is like, you know, Boba Fett. Yeah, he's a, he's a fan favorite because a lot of it was was because of his mystery. Mm -hmm. And now that you're making a show about him, it's like, well, wait a minute, what, what's going on? And and he wanted to be, you know take over what Jabba was doing, but like, let everyone prosper. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. Cause it's Disney. You can't like make him a real gangster. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Kill people. Cool. Like if he was, yeah. If, if he was like, you know, uh, an anti-hero, you know, the Tony Stefano, the Tony Stefano of Tantooine, that'd be, that'd be cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> it would, but yeah, you're right. Like, it's on Disney plus. <laughs> right. It's like, he, okay, he, he's a badass, but then he, he got pulled from the Sarlacc and he's kind of not a badass anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's why and, they did the whole sand people thing. He learned to live with people rather than being on his own. And he sees the value yeah, in a community. That, yeah. Right. So, know. yeah, I mean, they kind of, uh, they kind of softened him up a bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but and so the, but they they showed us the journey of him being softened up, so it's like I think we should um, embrace it because that's who he is now. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. So we done now. Moving on. For now. For now. All right. How's your beer treating you? Pretty good. It opened up a lot more. Yeah. Um. We are going to untap our beers right now, and let's see. I remember it was uh, Mon Montebello Brewing, right? Yes. No. Oh. Angry Horse. Angry. Oh, that's right. Angry Horse. They're out of Montebello. Right. Horse, and it was the White Horse. Yes. So there it is. Angry Horse Brewing out of Montebello, California. And I'm going to look for their white horse. Whoa, hey. There it is. I'm pronouncing it correctly. Not, not like you. 
with your filth, flour, and filth. All right, there it is, 8% ABV uh, double white stout. That's what they call it on Untapped. What would you like to rate this beer at? I'm going to give it a 3.5. 3.5. As over overall rating right now of 3.75. None of our friends have rated it. We are giving it a 3.5 on Cold Brew Podcast. What are your notes for this beer? Um... It's roasty. Okay. Roasty. It's bitter. Bitter? But like roasty bitter. Not like, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get it. And light. And as in mouth feel. Okay, I'll I'll write that. Light mouth feel. That way to to, uh, disambiguate it. Save. And check in. Now I had Brave Noise Pale Ale. Now I, 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 I'm gonna try to not be biased because I love the, the, um, the movement behind this beer. But it is, it is still a good beer, and you know I can't deny that it is a good beer. It's a very nice middle of the road pale ale. Uh, it's got some, some fruity quality to it, and. Uh, but also at the same time it's got a little bit of bitterness it's a little hazy it is session you know 4.5 so it is light on the flavor but it's a lot more flavorful than um than say like a uh, just a regular old beer but i would throw it in like a regular old beer category but then again my palate is not the same as um you know joe six pack out there right so <laughs> mountains walking Brave noise. I'm gonna give this one, <coughs> excuse me, a uh, three seven five. Oh, and it has an overall rating right now of three point eight five. Thirty three check ins for the Mountains Brewing uh, Brave Noise. Let's see, when I looked it up earlier on Untapped, it was um, from the Notch Brewing one. They their average rating was three point six five, and that was. Uh, with 637 ratings so mountain brewing mountains walking brewing um has better rating so it's a better beer than notch one that's what it sounds like <laughs> so none of our friends have rated it on this particular uh from this particular brewery but 375 let's see here i'm gonna say it is um hoppy Obviously, um, hoppy and citric and um, light. Save. Oh, I forgot to put three seven five and check in. All right, man. Anything else you'd like to add to this episode? Um, no, I think that could be it for me. All right. Yeah, me too. And we'd like to thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic. And we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time.